Welcome to Let Love, a podcast with the Sisters of Life. We invite you to join us for conversation, looking at life through the lens of love. You are loved, you are made in God's image, and your life matters. Let's talk about it. Well, hello, Sister Veritas. Hello, Sister Agnes Day. <laughs> and hello to everyone joining us today. <laughs> Welcome to Let Love, podcast with the Sisters of Life. It's a gift to be with you. And talking today about let love pay your debts. It's pretty edgy. It is edgy. What? What? No. So what exactly are we talking about here, sister? Let love pay your debts. I guess, wow. I do. What are we going to talk about? Do you, I mean, do you have debts? You know, it's funny. I have racked up some debts in the convent huh. of a, an unusual kind. Hmm. Um, and I've let love pay them. All of them. <laughs> it's your currency. Yeah, yeah. the debts, you know, because we, we take a vow of poverty. Actually, for us, in final vows, we take a solemn vow of poverty. Yep. Which means we forfeit the capacity to acquire or possess legally. We signed a document. It's kind of cool. Yeah. It's pretty radical. I remember that day very vividly. Right on Wall Street, actually. On Wall Street, like lower Manhattan. Yeah. It was victorious. It was awesome. It was like everything Wall Street stands for. We just gave it all away. Yeah. But anyway, so so I don't, I can't actually acquire uh, money, obviously, or debts. But in the convent, I, I do have, you know how everyone has like a sub- you know, like a sub, we call it like a sub charism or like yeah. a personal vocation. I mean, yeah. that's not quite exactly accurate, but I kind of have like this thing. I tend to break things. <laughs> you might have noticed <laughs> that. A proclivity. Yes. A proclivity to breakage. Wow. Yeah. Can't, you know, I do, I have to be honest. I have borne witness to that <laughs> reality on many occasions, sister. I find it inspiring. I'm so glad. See how love has received me in this? Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah it's, I just, I, I can't, it's amazing. It's amazing. What you manage at it's, different intervals. It is, you know, like a whole stack of plates, <laughs> cups, bowls, vases. One of my favorites was I was mopping the ceiling. <laughs> Sorry, it's a lot. It was a deep clean. Okay, it's not normal in the convent, but it was. That's what we call convent clean. Yeah, we mopped the Although ceiling. I've never myself mopped the ceilings before. Well, I was doing it this one day, you know, oh, novice. Admirable. And I, I had known I had this history of breakage, and I thought, wow, I didn't break anything during this cleaning. And as I was turning and lowering the mop from the ceiling oh, and turning man. to go out the door. It just barely caught the edge of the light, and the whole light fixture came oh, literally gosh. crashing to the floor. And uh, it's a bad day. You know, it was one of those days. It's a tough day. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, just you know, a lot of breaking things. I'm sorry you suffer that, <clears throat> sister. But you live it. You live it very with great self-possession, I'm, virtue. Sister. Praise and God. trust in the Lord. Sister, I have to tell you that. I'm so glad you see that. Yeah. I'm so grateful. And, you know, I think part of it is actually I have been so received in love. Mm. Bringing cause it, tradition, we bring, you know, what we break to show our superiors. Yes. And um, just as a kind of accountability, you know. Yes. Um, but I have been received with so much love every breakage. You know. And it's it's really moving, actually. And, uh, you know. It's it, real. It's real. And so that, I think that's, you know, these debts I really can't pay. Because uh, I can no longer afford to buy anything, but love paid them for me. Amen. And forgave me of them. It's it's real, sister. Yeah. It's it's real. Do you have any similar stories? Well, it's funny. I don't quite have the same tendency you do, but yes, I, I noticed that you <laughs> you were. 
But I, I think, to be honest, I mean, and again, yes, I think when I entered the convent, one of the most moving things to me was when something broke, um, sisters would immediately, the sisters who didn't actually break it, would immediately get up and help the sister clean it up, sweep it up, uh, you know, do whatever needed to happen. And I was so edified by that in the sense that um, seeing sisters bending to, you know, a moment that another sister needs that love and support um, or, yeah, um, a word of encouragement because we don't like breaking stuff. We don't like flubbing life up uh, <laughs> at its different intervals. Right. Um, and and so I was. I was like, okay, Lord, like, all right, I wonder when it's going to happen to me. You know, you know what's going to happen. And uh, sure enough, the day arrived and I was setting the table and I, I dropped a, a glass and it shattered into a thousand pieces. And sure enough, um, sister scattered, one got a broom, one got a dustpan, and, uh, sure enough, the, the sister wasn't a sister, it was Mother Agnes, um, wow. you know, Mother General, and she was cleaning up this broken glass for me, and I was simultaneously mortified, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, um, and yet also, like, I, I think I could have cried in mm-hmm. a sense of, like, this is, um, so distinctly Christian, um, this this movement towards, this bending towards um, another's weakness, another's offense in love. Mm. And, um, and I would say, if we're going to let love pay our debts, I think we're going to be breaking open forgiveness. Yeah. I mean, and again, you can only skim the surface of this whole thing, but uh, it's something I love talking about. It's something I love learning how to live more real, truly and authentically. Um, and I know it has been one of the greatest gifts in opening up my spiritual life and enabling me to um, be loved mm-hmm. um, by by this love that we need. You know that uh, forgiveness is the name of love in a in a world that's wounded. Yeah. You know, and I I think I, Bishop Barron said that once. I love that, sister. I love that. And I just, I mean, just the image of even like mother sweeping up the glass, and it's like this is like what Jesus does for us, right? Mm. It's like he takes all of our stuff broken pieces broken pieces and it's like and and redeems it and it's through his the power of his cross and resurrection that he gives us the power to participate in his forgiveness and to receive it i can't wait to break it open more (laughs) 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 well sister why don't you open us up with a prayer that's great you're that you can tell you're sharp today (laughs) father son holy spirit amen Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Lord Jesus. Jesus, you are the wounded healer. You know uh, our hearts through and through. You know what we have experienced, what we've suffered in our lives. Lord, we know um, that you know where we need forgiveness and where we need to forgive. And we ask you, Jesus, right now to pour the powerful torrent of your grace, your light, your life into our hearts. Illumine us with your love. And help us to deeply receive this gift of not only um, being forgiven, but forgiving. Uh, And we pray, actually, now we'll pray the the words, uh, Lord, that you taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, 
but deliver us from evil. Amen. Our Lady, Mother of the Church, pray for us. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sister. It's beautiful. So I think, uh, okay, so let love pay your debts. Um, in a sense, forgiveness, I, I feel like, is at the center of this. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, what is it? What is it? What is forgiveness? That's a great question, Sister. And and uh, I almost wonder if it's even helpful just to start with an example. Mm. Um, and one of the best examples, and I'm sure you've thought too, but one of the best examples I was thinking of was the very famous story of St. Marie Goretti. Hmm who was born in 1890, you know, one of six children, and her family was very poor. Her dad died. Her her mom, Maria's mom, um, kind of took, after her husband died, took um, her husband's place in the fields, you know, doing all this work, and Maria was left at home caring for the children, mm-hmm. cooking, cleaning, all that kind of stuff. But their home was um, kind of adjoining another family, um, and it was a father and his son, and the son's name was Alessandro. Mm-hmm. And Alessandro, God bless him, but he had a very difficult upbringing, a lot of woundedness. Um, his dad was an alcoholic, and mm-hmm. Alessandro himself was, you know, gave into drinking and swearing and, and kind of a lot of kind of impure and inappropriate behavior. Mm-hmm. And he would often, like, make advances toward Maria or, you know, say kind of awful things to her and kind of just harass her, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually, one day on July 5th, 1902, um, Alessandro basically cornered Maria, intending to take advantage of her. Hmm. And um, and she, you know, she resisted. She said no. And it was it really powerful, actually. She said, no, it is a sin. God does not want it. Hmm. You know, she was concerned, uh, actually, for his soul. You hmm. know, like, this is wrong. And he, kind of in rage, um, actually stabbed her wow. nine times um, and kind of left her for dead and wasn't dead and realized that and came and stabbed her more times. <laughs> so oh, she's had 14 times total. But and she eventually died from her wounds uh, in the hospital. And it's just, I mean, just awful. She was 12. Wow. And so Alessandro, you know, was uh, brought to, you know, before the judge. He was very angry. And he was placed in solitary confinement eventually mm. in jail. And um, which is amazing. Before Maria died, so she was in the hospital, but she forgave him. Wow. She forgave him before he, uh, she died. And um, six years into his prison sentence, uh, Maria appeared to Alessandro in a dream. And she was holding 14 white lilies to represent the 14 stab wounds that she'd received from him. And he um, really received this as a powerful grace. Even though she had forgiven him, um, you know, her last words were, I forgive Alessandro and I want him to be with me in heaven forever. Right. Even though those had been her last words on earth, he really received this dream as her forgiving him powerfully and he went through this huge conversion um, to the point that he actually after his release from prison he went back to Maria's mother and she recognized him as the man who had killed her daughter and and her mother said if Maria forgives you and God forgives you how can I also not forgive you and she actually ended up adopting him as her own son Crazy. Alessandro. And what? he went on to live a holy life um, as a, a lay brother in the Franciscan monastery, as a gardener. Um, and he was present with Maria's mother at her canonization. Whoa. Um, it's crazy. Wow, sister. St. Marie Gretti is an incredible saint for our times. Um, not only she's known as a patroness of purity, but like, yes, her commitment to preserving her own purity, but her purity of heart. Mm. The fact that her her concern was for Alessandro. Um, she she didn't want his 
soul to be um, defiled by sin. He desired what we should desire for each other, which is eternal life with God. Um, and in a sense, this power of forgiveness, what is this thing? Mm-hmm. Because as you say that story, sister, I'm like, that is not a power that I possess necessarily. It's like it flows from, and it is distinctly, forgiveness is something so distinctly Christian Mm. um, in a sense that forgiveness, if you look at the word, the Greek translation, it literally means to let go. Mm. Wow. Okay. Right? Right. How can we do this? Like to give up the claim to be compensated by the Mm. offender, to release the offender of the debt, to place the debt, Mm. where? On the only one, capital O, Mm -hmm. (laughs) who can repair, who can make new, who can restore what was taken, Mm -hmm. what was wounded, what was offended, and that's Jesus. Mm. You know, in a sense, forgiveness is one of Jesus' last gifts to us, forth from the cross, that it's this power of love. Like, where there is Jesus, where Jesus is, uh, there's life. Right. And we have assurance of that. He's passed through the passion and death. Um, he's resurrected. And he has given us a share in that life. And so in a sense, when we're flopping on the dock, mm-hmm. or here we are with, with St. Maria Gretti, it's like new life is possible mm-hmm. in the worst of offenses, in the, the deepest of wounds, mm-hmm. in, the, in the darkest of corners, mm-hmm. um, in our hearts, in the ways, in a sense, we were made in the image and likeness of God. It's wrong if we're treated in a way beneath that dignity. Right. Uh, right. And yet God has, even in giving us this dignity, he's actually given us a bridge. He's given us a way to um, allow that dignity to be restored and yeah. renewed. Um, and for us to choose, we can choose to pull down this power from the cross. Wow. Um, and it's outrageous. And this story reveals it in outrageous color. It, it really does. And I mean, like you're saying, sister, like what, what were some of Jesus's last words on the cross? Forgive them, Father, for they do not know what they do. Wow. Right. The whole point is forgiveness. And like we were saying before, like this, um, our ability to forgive another, but mm-hmm. also to receive forgiveness comes from Jesus, mm-hmm. from his death and resurrection on the cross. And um, I love how you're talking about it's it's um, paying, you know, like acknowledging the debt and letting it be paid, you know. Um, and even actually his last words on the cross, um, it is consummated. Hmm. But that's technically, a, uh, I remember a priest talking about this in a homily, it's technically a financial term, like it's it's been paid in full. Wow. Right? So that's Whoa. that's where we're getting this power from. And, um, yeah, and, and what forgiveness is in that. And I, I think it's also important to mention, as you're talking about dignity, mm. what forgiveness is not. Mm-hmm. You know, forgiveness is not letting myself be a doormat and being walked all over, right? right. Forgiveness is not excusing the offender. Mm-hmm. Forgiveness is not um, pretending it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Forgiveness is not um, diminishing the the extent of the the crime or the hurt Mm-mm. actually it's not turning a blind eye to it and i think it's important to say all those things what forgiveness is not so that we can actually start to break open what forgiveness is actually is yeah yeah because it is it's a decision mm-hmm. you know it's um and well actually if i could tell a story about a moment of decision mm-hmm. of forgiveness of like the often what is a hard decision mm-hmm. um 
what is an act of faith? Mm -hmm. What is a, uh, a leap into um, this great power that mm -hmm. God extends to us from the cross? And, well, and I want to read to you from a book called The Hiding Place. Ooh, I love this book. Do you? I remember we listened to it at, as postulants for table reading. We read books at table. <laughs> it was a, a theater drama. It's the most it? exciting breakfast I ever had. Well, and it's well, and it, it's a, it is exciting. It's a story about Cory Ten Boom, mm -hmm. and again, they, she lived through the Holocaust, and uh, she was a, a Christian and had participated in helping to hide Jews, and and eventually was arrested with her dear sister uh, Betsy. And um, the book is so powerful, just about in a sense stepping out as Christians to witness to this great value um, of life and, and and crossing the divide, right? That whether you're, you're Jewish, whether you're Christian, whatever you might be, uh, you possess a, a precious, sacred dignity and laying their lives down to protect and uphold that. But they were eventually caught, her and her sister, and they spent time in um, concentration camps and mm -hmm. suffered deeply and in truth, her, her sister, her dear sister, like dear, dear, mm. dear to her heart, uh, died mm. uh, to the great sorrow of Corey. And in the wake of the Holocaust, when the war ended, um, you know, through Corey's own journey in faith, she began preaching forgiveness. Mm. She was going from church to church, really speaking um, and inviting, I mean, so many in the wake of so much pain and so much offense to this choice of forgiveness and she had this incredible experience and uh, she was actually confronted she met one of the officers who was basically persecuted her basically um, wounded her sister wow. basically inflicted all this suffering wow. was at one of her talks and and I want to read to you about this moment um, that she was held, she had to make a hard choice. I would love to hear this, sister. Okay, so this is what she said. Uh, she said, It was at a church service in Munich that I saw him, the former SS man who had stood guard at the shower room door in the processing center at Ravensbrück. He was the first of our actual jailers that I had seen since that time. And suddenly it was all there. The room full of mocking men, the heaps of clothing, Betsy's pain-blanched face. He came up to me as the church was emptying, beaming and bowing. How grateful I am for your message, Fourline, he said. To think that, as you say, he has washed my sins away. His hand was thrust out to shake mine, and I, who had preached so often to the people, the need to forgive, kept my hand at my side. Even as the angry, vengeful thoughts boiled through me, I saw the sin of them. Jesus Christ had died for this man. Was I going to ask for more? Lord Jesus, I prayed, forgive me and help me to forgive him. I tried to smile. I struggled to raise my hand. I could not. I felt nothing, not the slightest spark of warmth or charity. And so again I breathed a silent prayer. Jesus, I cannot forgive him. Give me your forgiveness. Mm. As I took his hand, the most incredible thing happened. From my shoulder, along my arm, and through my hand, a current seemed to pass from me to him, while into my heart sprang a love for this stranger that almost overwhelmed me. 
And so I discovered that it is not on our forgiveness any more than our own goodness that the world's healing hinges, but on his. Mm. And that's a capital H. When he tells us to love our enemies, he gives, along with the command, the love itself. Wow. Isn't that powerful? Sister, it's so powerful. It's Corey Ten Boom. And in a sense, here she. Yeah. It's hard. Forgiveness is hard. Yeah. And yet we reach out to it. We lean into it. Um, we we foster the habit within ourselves because um, it's a gift mm-hmm. that we want to claim mm-hmm. um, to live free, mm-hmm. to live unburdened. Mm-hmm. Um, because in a sense, unforgiveness, yeah, inversely, is like poison. Yeah, um, we ho- we actually can hold ourselves hostage yeah. by it, and and it can be a really courageous thing. Um, and again, we can't get into all the the ins and outs and levels and layers of this this is kind of just a a Mm one-on-one but um to claim this grace and this power that flows forth from the cross um because it it sets us free and it's there for us it does sister i remember a priest saying and this is a priest who works very deeply with with many people um but he was saying that um in general unforgiveness is one of the greatest blocks in the spiritual life Hmm. And one of the greatest blocks to healing, actually. Wow. So I know we had an episode about healing, but it, it, it's amazing to actually to allow ourselves to be healed, to, to look at those places. Where am I harboring any unforgiveness in my heart? Letting Jesus take it, letting him pay the debt. Amen. You know, letting me, myself be free. Well, and as you say that, sister, it's like, it's like here I am, sister practical. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I would love to, in a sense, and you might have steps too, but like I know for me, nailing down kind of like three easy steps and growing in the habit mm-hmm. of forgiveness. Because even as sisters living in community, it's like we, you know, part of our constitutions, our way of life is mutual, mutual reconciliation mm-hmm. and actually engaging this practice of forgiveness. Because like, um, again, as much as we're all striving for holiness, uh, we're all seeking to love each other. Right. It's like, I, I heard it. I remember I was in, I went to confession and this good old priest, uh, I got done, you know, confessing my, my sins. And he said, you know, sister, he's like, listen, you're broken. I'm broken. We're all broken. <laughs> you know, like in a sense, and that was so helpful. So helpful. It, it's like, we need forgiveness. Yeah. We need the sacrament of confession. That's another deal. Yeah. But, um, you know, that we're going to flop on the dock. We're yeah. going to fall short. Um, yeah. And 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 how do we I, break this thing open? I think that's great, sister. And, and acknowledging, too, like, we've all been hurt. Yes. You know, like, we've all suffered things. Like you were saying, too, that are what we should not have suffered, right? Mm-hmm. Anything less than love is not worthy of us mm-hmm. as human persons. And so we've been hurt. Yes. And, and if we're honest, we've hurt others, you yes. know, whether that be intentionally or unintentionally you know I'm I know I've done lots of things in my life that I didn't even realize I was hurting someone I was like I'm so sorry isn't it amazing it's amazing you know and you're just kind of like bumbling along and Mm -hmm. but to acknowledge that and then yeah I mean just to unpack what it I think what it looks like to forgive someone yeah then maybe later we can just touch on what it is to allow ourselves to be forgiven isn't that beautiful sister well and even as you speak of it it's like we've all been wounded Mm -hmm. we've all been hurt and I actually think the process of forgiveness is what allows us as human persons to reverence mm. our sufferings to reverence that pain and to actually engage the process that will 
help to heal, mm-hmm. help to bring new life. Um, so here we go. I'm, again, here's my, my fun three-step interior forgiveness habit That's program. Great. What That's do you great. think? That's great. I might, I might give, throw in some comments along the way. Okay, that yeah. sounds fabulous, yeah. sister. <laughs> so I think, okay, here we go, forgiveness. <clears throat> so how do I literally, how do I let this thing go? How do I let it drop into the abyss of Christ's all-powerful love? Mm-hmm. Um, how do I, in a sense, place this debt on him? And he's taken it uh, to himself. So I think the first step is to be real. Mm-hmm. We have to acknowledge the violation, the hurtful act, the offense. We've got to name it. We have to name the debt owed. You know, what was taken? Mm-hmm. Like, she took my pen. <gasps> <laughs> what? And actually, I really love that pen. I I love that pen. Or she violated my trust. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, she defaced my good name. Mm-hmm. Or she stabbed me in the back. I was betrayed. Wow. Name it. Mm-hmm. Name it. Mm-hmm. So you get, And to be real. And that in itself, I think, too, we walk around. Um, a lot of times it's hard. It takes a lot of humility, actually, to admit we've been hurt or yeah. wounded. Yeah, that, and that we're suffering something. Yes. Because it's, yeah, it's true. But it's, yeah. And it, the truth sets you free, but you're right. It, it does take this, yes. it does take humility to say, oh, Ouch. that shouldn't have happened to me, mm. actually. Mm-hmm. 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 You know, where, where there should have been, or where I would, should have been treated with love, rightfully, mm-hmm. yeah. um, according to my dignity. Yeah. And it was less than. Yeah. And being real. Yeah. That's so important. It's so important. Step one. And even to ask, if it's hard for you to do this first step, for any of us, ask Jesus. Jesus, even give me the grace to name the hurt. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. Step one. Step two is is actually this choice. Okay, Mm -hmm. forgiveness is not um, an emotion. Mm -hmm. It's a decision. Right. And it's it's choosing to let go. Mm Mm-hmm which is a courageous thing to do. Mm-hmm. So it's like, um, <laughs> this is what we actually do. We ask the Lord um, to bless them. Wow. Okay, isn't this, this is the Christian, again, radical Christian response. Um, and we actually know if we've been hurt by someone, the, the person who uh, perpetrated the sin, or actually... They're wounded even more. Mm-hmm. Isn't that something? Yeah. The catechism says that. The catechism says that, yeah. that it, it wounds the offender more than the offended. So actually we pray for them because they're suffering. Mm-hmm. They're suffering. Um, and we place that debt and we've named that debt. So what is that debt? What is that offense? And we place it on Jesus. And Jesus is literally waiting. Mm-hmm. He, he wants to receive this. Um you know, he felt the pain of every sin, forth from the cross. He saw every mm-hmm. sin. Mm-hmm. He saw every pain, every offense. And he asked for that. Father, forgive them. They know what not what they do. Um, and so literally we say, Jesus, I choose to forgive so-and-so. I release so-and-so from, from this debt. And I give that, I place that debt on you. And I ask you to bless so-and-so instead. Wow. That is a powerful prayer, sister. It's a powerful prayer, and it's a freedom we always, in a sense, can choose. Mm -hmm. We can choose that. Um, 
and it is a choice Mm -hmm. and we might have to choose it again and again and again I think that's important to bring up because it's like we can choose it the first time but then the memory of it might come back and the the feelings the anger the sorrow the pain the bitterness whatever is associated with it and it's like we we have to choose again amen and again well sister you're leading to the, the third point Wow, I can't believe I did that. Yes, because in a sense we make this choice, but the third point is in a sense as those those feelings arise, mm-hmm. which are often negative, you know, the it's the pain, it's the hurt, mm-hmm. um, that needs to be felt mm-hmm. too. That needs to pass through. Um, um, and what we want to be careful of, though, is in a sense um, the anger that we feel, the sadness that we feel, um, guiding those with our reason because Mm -hmm. in a sense you know punching a wall letting the full vent of our anger go is isn't actually what is going to resolve that emotion it's it's wetting it to to reason and saying i was hurt right it makes sense that i'm angry Mm -hmm. feeling that anger Mm -hmm. and and allowing that to to pass through and in a sense what we don't want to do because if if we just in a sense, pull into this harbor of negative emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, what does it become? Judgment, accusation, mm-hmm. blame, bitterness. It actually we start drinking this poison, mm-hmm. um, and in a sense, we don't want to to get stuck in that, right? Because it can form a block. It it's, forms a block. It's like a you have a spiritual heart attack because your your arteries are full of unforgiveness. Amen. You know? Amen. And in a sense, um, yeah, the, the incredible freedom that c- can be gained. In a sense, unforgiveness actually is like drinking poison. Mm-hmm. And b- as Christians, we have an option. Yeah, We can choose to forgive and to, to work at that process of forgiveness. It's not easy, and it doesn't happen overnight. And um, But it's, amen, these three steps. First, be real. Second, choose to let go. And then third... It's, it's managing um, with reason, with virtue, mm-hmm. with grace, with the help of others, um, those feelings and guiding them, guiding mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. so that we don't become entrenched in, in that bitterness and sadness and pain. Mm-hmm. But we allow it to pass through. And it's awesome. And it's freeing. And in, in acting like this, we actually are acting as God acts. And you know, like remember in the scriptures, the Pharisees were horrified when Jesus forgave the man his sins. So only God can forgive sins. Mm. And actually, until that time, it, technically that, that was true. But in Jesus, we he's given us the authority to actually forgive offenses. Um, and I, I also want to mention here, sister, I think it's important too to, to make a note that forgiveness doesn't necessarily mean reconciliation, right? I think Bishop Barron talks about how reconciliation is being, yes, you know, sister. eyelash to eyelash again. And that actually might not be good or possible or helpful in all situations, right? So if there's someone has suffered an abuse or something like that, um, to be back in the company of the abuser is not a good idea. It's not rational. It's Mm -hmm. not wise or prudent Mm -hmm. or safe. Mm -hmm. Um, And that, that, that forgiveness might just require, you know, that decision of the heart and forgiving. Or, I mean, on the contrary, there might be other occasions where it's like actually forgiveness... Um, we desire it to lead to reconciliation, to be, mm-hmm. again, together with um, the person who, who uh, offended us, you know. And, and that could be simply coming to them and saying, you know, can we talk about this? Yeah. When you said this, I felt this. You know, not in an accusatory way, but just uh, 
this is my experience of this situation. Can we talk about it? Yes. You know, and that's and that's reconciliation. But but just to make the distinction, forgiveness doesn't necessarily mean reconciliation. Amen. So it's a powerful distinction, actually, mm-hmm. sister. Mm-hmm. That even if someone can't isn't free enough to participate in reconciliation, mm-hmm. I can still engage the freeing process of forgiveness right. and claim that gift. Right. Um, right. And. I, and I think, sister, honestly, too, the more we let ourselves be forgiven mm-hmm. by the Lord, by his goodness, and are moved by that, like to be on my knees in the confessional and to hear the words of absolution. And Jesus oh, has sister. actually, my like, they're gone. My sins are gone. I am so moved by that forgiveness that it, it actually, it, it informs my heart to desire to forgive others when, they, when they've hurt me, you know, or to capacitate me for that, it's, you know? Well, sister, and you're nailing it. You're becoming more like Christ. Mm-hmm. So engaging forgiveness, we actually become, mm-hmm. as you say, as we let ourselves be, give, free, be forgiven, as we receive God's forgiveness, we become free to forgive others. Mm-hmm. And we are conformed, our hearts are conformed to Christ. Mm-hmm. If we can allow the world to be flooded with, with this love that is so needed. Yeah. Amen. 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 It's powerful stuff, sister. It is. I know we've only just touched on it, but I am grateful. Me too. I it it really renews my own heart uh, yeah. and desire uh, yeah. to claim the grace and the peace. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is. I like to say it's like losing uh, spiritual weight. I think, it is. I really I, do. It's I, a great idea. I, I really do. <laughs> I think I think forgiveness is the the greatest gift towards unburdening ourselves. I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. Sister. Spiritually speaking. I love that. Opening opening up our hearts to receiving love. Yeah. Yeah. Clears the way. Prepares the path. Amen. Yeah. So before we go, do you have any thoughts? You know, I would simply uh, simply offer one little thought. Is uh, just to take 10 minutes to be with the Lord and just ask him, Lord, is there a person... Um, I need to forgive. Mm. Um, and is there a place that I've been hurt that uh, you would like me to acknowledge? Mm. And um, asking for that grace to take steps into this, you know, to be real with it, to choose to forgive, and and to allow the pain of that uh, to be processed, mm. to to meet the mercy and the love. Uh, and the promises of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. all that's flowing forth from the cross. So just to just to take ten minutes to be real, mm-hmm. um, and ask for the grace. Wow, that's fabulous, sister. What about you, sister? You know, I think a, a sister challenge to that would be yes um, to ask Jesus, Lord, um, is there anything I need to be forgiven of? You know, is there or to ask someone forgiveness of? in this and to let just yeah take the another 10 minutes <laughs> but just to allow ourselves to receive the healing balm of his forgiveness in any places that that we need it Amen. and and experiencing the freedom of that and if that means going to confession i'm one of the biggest fans of confession ever <laughs> <laughs> so i really encourage that but it, it's it's powerful and it's beautiful Amen, um, sister. so i think that's my my challenge yeah well it's a gift to be with you sister and with you sister and to live this gift. Amen. Amen. Well, do you want to close us in a prayer? I would love to, sister. 
In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus, we thank you for your sacrifice, your total self-gift on the cross that has won us our salvation, that uh, has given us access to the outrageous depths of your love, of your merciful love, of your healing love, of your forgiving love. We ask for every grace to receive uh, your forgiveness uh, into our lives. We ask for every grace to choose and to lean into um, forgiveness of others, of those who have hurt us. And we ask for courage in simply being real uh, with those places that you desire to bring this gift uh, more deeply into our lives and deeper into lives of peace, freedom, and trust, trust in love as the greatest power on the face of this earth. Blessed Mother, Mother of Mercy, hold us, uh, carry our hearts, bury them deep within the heart of your Son, Jesus. And Father, we thank you ahead of time for providing for us in all the ways we need as we say glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Amen. God bless and keep all of you. We're praying for you. See you next time. This was Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life, a religious community of women consecrated for the protection of the sacredness of human life. Be assured of our prayers and learn more at sistersoflife.org.